0: Myself. Welcome to another episode of In the Zone. I am your host, Chris Broussard. We've got a great show for you today. Tremendous interview with Jared Jack of the New York Knicks. Has some great stories about Steph Curry, Kevin Durant, and several other players in the league. Of course, we've got Jason McIntyre here for an episode of Not Down Jay. And first, as always, I'm going to hit you with a list. My top five young players in the league. I'm doing this because Jared Jack, he said Devin Booker was the second best, second most talented young player in the league behind Giannis Adetokounmpo. That got me to thinking, hmm, do I agree with that? So here's my top five youngest 23 and under players in the NBA. At number five, Chris stops Porzingis. It was hard not to take Devin Booker or Nikola Jokic But I went with Porzingis because, for one, he's 7'3". 7'3", doing the things he does, shooting 40% from three-point range. That's better than Devin Booker. He also can be a very good defender with his length and athleticism. And he's got that dog in him, that nastiness, where he wants the big moment. He wants to carry a team. He's doing it on the biggest stage in New York, and it is not breaking him. I had to go with Kristaps Porzingis at number five. And I'm saying this, potentially he could be better than Dirk Nowitzki. At number four, I am going with Carl Anthony Towns of the Minnesota Timberwolves. Look, just a year ago, he would have been number one on my list. This doesn't mean he isn't playing well, doesn't mean he's declined. Other guys have just picked it up. And as a team guy, with Jimmy Butler and Taj Gibson and Jeff Teague being added to his roster, his numbers have declined, but they are winning more. He sacrificed a little bit of his game. Look, can do it in the post, can step out and hit the three, you know, great player all around offensively. The one area he needs to improve on is his defense. He's 73rd in defensive real plus minus among centers in the entire league. That has to improve. And that's why Carl Anthony Towns is only number four on my list of greatest young players in the NBA. At number three, I love this guy, Ben Simmons. The closest thing I've ever seen to Magic Johnson. Yes, closer than Penny Hardaway. Yes, closer than LeBron James. He is a true point guard, just like Magic was. Obviously, he can't shoot a lick. I get it, not from the free throw line, not from the perimeter doing half-court sets, but he still is a big-time scorer. He can get in the lane whenever he wants to, give you 18 points a game. In fact, his numbers statistically are almost identical to what Magic Johnson averaged in his rookie season with the L.A. Lakers. Ben Simmons is working hard on his shot with the coaches in Philadelphia. I do believe he'll get it together to the point where he's decent from outside, and once he adds that, sky is the limit. I do think this guy is going to be an all-time great. Ben Simmons at number three. At number two, Giannis Adetokounmpo. Obviously, there's an argument for him to be number one. Guy's averaging 30 points, 10 rebounds, four and a half assists a game, but I have him at number two. Nothing really negative to say about him. The only shot against him is that he doesn't shoot the three-pointer very well. The one thing that it, it makes me wonder is his three-point percentage is actually getting worse. Usually you'll see it getting better. Players improve from three-point range. His shot is getting worse. That's the only thing he needs to work on. But I got Kumbo at number two. And at number one, Joel Embiid, seven-foot center for the Philadelphia 76ers. This guy can do it all, got the the back-to-the-basket game that we haven't seen in years in the NBA. And I think this, people aren't used to guarding good post play in the NBA anymore. So that gives him an even more of an advantage over the defense than he'd have in a normal setting when guys were actually used to guarding post play. And I believe the way to challenge the King of the Hill Golden State right now is by going big. You know, San Antonio is giving them problems by going big. Memphis is giving them problems by playing big and slow. When Cleveland beat them in 2016, it was by playing big. Obviously, MB plays big, unlike some of these other guys on this list who are seven feet tall, but they play on the perimeter or they play like guards. He plays inside, but can also face you up and take you off the dribble. Can also step out and hit the three, and I think he'll improve from that is good from the free throw line about 78 percent from the foul line gets defenders in foul trouble because again they aren't used to guarding post play defensively he's tenacious and guards the rim and he's got that nasty dog in him every time he gets the ball he is looking to attack you every time he gets the ball but can pass out of the double team and will pass out of the double team talks trash has the whole package? Obviously, you're saying he's got to stay healthy. Yeah, of course he's got to stay healthy. They all do. But Joel Embiid, best young player in today's NBA. All right, Jared, welcome to In the Zone, man. Oh
1: man, appreciate you. Good Thanks to for see having you. me. Yeah,
0: you. yeah. Look, man, b- before we get going on the basketball, you have a reputation as a guy in the league that knows everybody. Is that true?
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've been known to be friendly. uh, with my contemporaries.
0: So how, how like, is that just your personality or how did you just get to know, you know, how does that reputation come about?
1: Yeah, I, I think it's kind of just my personality and then just being around, man. I played on uh, different teams. Obviously, growing up, I played against a lot of these guys, either be it they older than me, my age, or a little bit younger. Um, I don't know. I guess I've been able to leave an imprint on people when I meet them and, you know, I don't think that's a bad reputation to have. <laughs> Who would you say
0: is the mayor of the NBA?
1: The mayor of the league? I don't know, man. It's it's tough. I maybe, mean,
0: maybe like the mo- most. Is there a most popular dude in the league?
1: I mean, most popular probably Bron or, or somebody, somebody of that sort. Uh, CP, CP, okay. uh, he he's probably up there as well.
0: Is is who do you think has the most respect in the league as a person? Not as a player, but as a person.
1: I mean that that varies. You know, that's a, it's a it's a different type of perspective when, when you when you talk about those things. You can have respect for people that grind and claw their way into the league, you knowing that those are the people who didn't get those maybe opportunities that some people other people didn't have. Um people who went undrafted and had to fight and be that fifteenth man on a roster uh up until they, they, they made a way or paved a way for themselves. Yeah. To solidify themselves in this league, like you, you find respect for those people. You find respect for those guys who are those top tier guys in the league, and each year they find something to drive them to make keep them hungry, even though they've had so much success uh, amongst how tough it is in this league. So, um, you know what I mean? It's just it's just all in your perspective and what you're trying to gauge. Um, but you can pull respect out of out of a lot of different avenues in this league.
0: I imagine, maybe I'm wrong, but when you came in the league, you wanted to be and you think, I'm going to be a star. Mm -hmm. You know, when does a player that's a very good player, but, you know, not a star, when do you realize, when does a player realize that and how tough is that to realize, okay, I'm going to be a good player. I'm not going to be the superstar that I I wanted to be. Because I feel like a lot of dudes don't, they never see that. Because I've talked to players that... Think if they just got the minutes or they just got the shots, they would be as good as, you know, some pretty all star.
1: So, um, you know what? Like, I, I always just wanted to be an effective part of the game. You know what I mean? And what that derived into, that could be leadership, it could be mm-hmm. points, it could be, you know what I mean? Like, you got a few different ways that you can make an imprint on the game, and, um, You know, with me, like, I know personally, with me, I came into the league, I was never healthy. You know what I mean? So that was something like mentally, like, all right, man, I'm not able to play at, you know, the the athletic level that I want to uh, because of these nagging little injuries. That not everybody knows about, nor do they care about. Um, And, man, I'm going to just make the best of it.
0: Did you, I mean, coming here, I don't know that many people expected you to play the role you have here with the Knicks. I mean... 0-3 0 three to start. They put you in, and y'all go on a nice winning streak in, yeah. the, in the playoff hunt. Do you? I mean, I, I was just talking to the beat writers. They said you were the key to the turnaround. So talk about that.
1: Um, I mean, I'm I'm not one to, you know, take credit for much. You know what I mean? I'd rather take the blame okay. for the for the for the for the downside, if if that makes sense. Um, and I as much as People say it, but I know I'm not responsible for the, the turnaround and things, man. We got a lot of guys in, man, that put in a lot of work. Chris Stapps is tremendous. Um, Courtney Lee has been phenomenal, yeah, man. Yeah. Really been opening my eyes. You know, I, I didn't get a steady diet of uh, watching him on a regular, man. But just his mentality, uh, professionalism, work yeah, ethic, you know. tremendous, man. Um, Tim Hardaway, a uh, lot of people question whatever, the big contract, whatever. And, I mean, I think he's definitely making them eat eat their words for sure. But, um, man, you might call me crazy, man, but every time I lace up my sneakers, man, I I think whoever's in the same color jersey as me, we got a chance.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: That's just the way I'm wired.
0: You mentioned Porzingis um, looks tremendous. How good can he be? (laughs)
1: Like, you forget at times that that he's 7'3". You know what I mean? Like, when you Mm -hmm. sit back and be like, hold on. He's taller than Shaq.
0: <laughs>
1: but he's shooting threes like Dirk. You know what I mean? Like the dynamic of the two yeah. is is eye opening, man. Um I think and then with his age, was he twenty three? Twenty two. Come yeah. on, man. Yeah. Man, barely legal.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, man. There's gonna be a lot of people in trouble in this league for a long time.
0: You you mentioned a few years ago, I think it might have been last year, about Giannis Adedacumbo. Mm-hmm. Gotta be an all-star, he gonna be a problem. Is he the most talented young player in the league?
1: I think it's between him and Devin Booker.
0: Really? Wow. Right. Now, a lot of people might be surprised that you mentioned Booker, tell me why.
1: Devin Booker, Devin Booker pretty good. man. Wow. And, and he's another one, I think he just turned 21. Yeah, he's young, yeah. He, he has a poise about himself. You know what I mean? Like Even after you know all, all these magnificent plays he's made so far in the young part of his career. Yeah. You see, his demeanor kind of stay even keel. And them dudes that's usually like that, they wise beyond their years. Guys like, if you think about it, Kawhi. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, even with LeBron, like he doesn't get too, too fiery. He still keeps it
0: yeah.
1: kind of even. You know what I mean? Um, Tony Parker was like that. Tim Duncan was like that. Um, you know, Dirk kind of keeps it. Mm-hmm. Them dudes who Steph at, at, at times, you know what I mean. Um, you know how you're able to to maintain or or keep your emotions in check while you're doing all these things that are making the crowd and maybe your teammates <laughs> got them jumping all around and the stuff you're actually doing and you're just like, dudes that be like that. I'd be like, like you know who's like that right now? Kyrie. Yeah, yeah. What do you think of
0: Kyrie, you know him, you play with him, do you feel like, were you surprised when he you know, wanted to leave LeBron and go somewhere else?
1: I was surprised, but I understood it, and I didn't speak to him, this is me just yeah. gauging it my own, and a lot of people had so much to say and I, I was confused, because yes, they, they obviously he you know, had tremendous team success, he had great individual success, but if, if Bobby Brown never wants to leave New Edition, does he not? is it wrong for him to want to be Bobby Brown? Is that wrong? It's a good one. Like, new edition, top of the world, yeah. number one records. I might want to be a solo artist though. Mm-hmm. Is that is that wrongness? Is, is that wrong? <laughs> I say no. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Like, he might want those moments where, like, you know, I yeah. might want to lead my troops. Yeah. Is it
0: wrong to want that? People kind of understand that in every field except sports. You know what I'm saying? Right. Now you got a Kyrie saying, I'm going the opposite way, and he getting. Grits. Come on. What, man. What, what was your thought? Because you were in the league kind of before these super teams. I hate it. Okay,
1: go ahead. I hate every bit of it. I don't like it, man. I, don't, I, 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 I used to like the fact, like, I envision these type of conversations were had during probably like the Olympics or like All Star Games. Like, whoever won the championship that year. Like let's say Kobe, for instance. Yeah. When he walked into the West locker room, yeah, got my chip and we beat your team, we beat your team. Mm-hmm. I had my guys and we like I believe yeah. it's like bragging rights. Yeah. I believe. You know what I mean? Like them all-star games or, or those dream team moments when they get together and then after they do their thing for that week or that weekend, mm-hmm. like, all right, yo, make sure you got your squad, because we we the defender champs or this dude is like, we coming to take what's you yeah. Like now it's like half the locker room is one team. <laughs> like, <laughs> Like the all-star game is like my usual guys I'm going yeah, to practice. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? I just don't like the buddy buddy of it, man. Let's bring back the it was like like it was like that in rap for a second. Remember rapping, everybody was everybody's brother yep, and this, yep, that yep. Nah, man, bring back the competitive. <laughs> don't get rapping. me wrong, I'm not the one saying everybody can't be cool, but yeah. Let's always just keep that competitive aspect of it, man. Like I I love the fact that Reggie Miller ruled for Indiana. You know what you I mean? Like play with teams had identities based on, you know, the you know what I mean? Now don't get me wrong, I do hate the fact that if he's somewhere being loyal and the organization doesn't put him in a, in a, in a, in a space to win, mm-hmm. that's totally different. But I don't think that was the case with a lot of guys that did the super team thing. I think yeah. you was just coming up short, you know what I mean? Like you was just running into roadblocks or, or the things that happen on the road to being a, a champion.
0: Durant, I mean, I'm, I'm. look, he obviously was great last year. I'm not sure if they're better without him, with him or without him. Like they're still really good with or without him. Like, what was your take with him going there?
1: I was surprised. He actually he actually called me at like three in the morning, like probably four days before. I never told nobody this. Four days before um free agency.
0: He his, before he okay, before free agency started. Yeah, so yeah. he, he
1: texted me. He's like, man, can can I, can I speak to you for a minute? I'm like, yeah. So he called me, he was like, yo, um, what's Steph Curry like? I was like, what you mean, what he like? He was like, yo, is he, is he like how they portray him on TV, or is he like a totally different dude behind closed doors? And I was like, I said, oh <laughs> shit, Right? So I was like, look, bro, I'm gonna tell you like this. Steph, one of the best people I've ever met in my life. You know what I mean? Male, female, yeah. basketball, not talking about. He one of them great dudes, like you know what I mean. He kept asking me questions about them and this and Bob Myers and uh, Mr. Lacob and the fans. And I said, oh, man, <laughs> this, this ain't this ain't good here. So you knew. You I hung up knew. the phone. I called my brother. I said, man, I think I think dude trying to go out west, man. Oh wow. He said, nah, he can't do that. Nah, nah, nah. I was like, man, I don't know. Dude was very inquisitive <laughs> just now. And then when he went, man, you know, I would I would have personally liked, because I think at, at that juncture Russ had one year left on his deal. I would have personally liked, if he'd have went back, yo, meet Russ, we're gonna sign a one year deal. We both go in the free agency, we do whatever we're gonna do. Cause at that point everybody was thinking they both was gonna leave. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like, all right, let's link up my Try road, my road dog. We got one and we ju- we won game yeah, from the man, finals. Yeah. It was the conference finals.
0: Well they were up three one in the Western Conference Finals.
1: So we yeah. won game I mean, let's let's give yeah. it one more go at it, see what happens, and then we both sit down, we decide what we're gonna do, go stay, yeah. whatever. But I, before that phone call, I never thought that that Golden State thing would, would happen.
0: So that's how you and K D got so tight. Yeah. We've we known
1: each other, I know knew him, know his family, he know my family, my brother. He's uh, younger than me, Played, played in their, their age group, so um, yeah, we we always, that's extended wow. family right there.
0: So he didn't give you any indication that I'm thinking about Golden State, he was just asking questions?
1: Asking, I mean, you, you being it. so inquisitive, you know <laughs> what I mean? That's like somebody calling you, yo, tell me about Stephanie. <laughs> okay, yeah, but what about this, like obviously yeah, you yeah, ask yeah. all these questions for a reason, yeah. you ain't just, this ain't random, it's, it's two, and, two, three in the morning. I know it's June 28th. I know July 1st around the corner.
0: There's talk about LeBron if he leaves Cleveland or he's gonna leave Cleveland. Where now there's talk maybe Philadelphia with Ben Simmons
1: and Joel Embiid. Jesus. Would that bother you? Like... Come on, man, it gotta stop. I, I don't. I would like I said I wouldn't like it. You know what I mean? Um, like I, he's another one. I would have loved for him to stay in Cleveland the whole time, but. He had a total different perspective. I thought the perspective that he gave of actually going away to Miami was almost like a college experience for him. He never got to leave home. You know, he never left for college. He never went away for high school. Um, and he kind of might have wanted to get out of his own backyard. You know what I mean? Do mm-hmm. I still think he stacked the deck a little bit? <laughs> for sure. But, you know, when he told me that from a, or when he said that to everybody from a mental yeah. perspective, I. You got you got to respect that from a whole nother thing. You got to try to be content and happy in your life, not just when you on the court. Mm-hmm. Like he might have wanted to experience some other things outside of basketball. Mm-hmm. You never
0: know. He he's always in the goat conversation now with Jordan. Who 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 you think is the goat? Mike. Why? Not even close. Uh-huh. I don't
1: think so. And, and don't get me wrong. Like they're not close as like. They yeah up,
0: yeah yeah. They all <laughs> the way up there. Yeah. It's
1: all the way up there. Like my um, I don't know, man. I just think Mike was so flawless, man. And I take I take that him. I take that back. It is it is close. It's
0: close between Mike and LeBron. Yeah. So you got LeBron number two. See
1: you want. to <laughs> know you want to know what my thing is,
0: can we get real real on this show? Keep it real, oh yeah. Let me we
1: ask you let me, let me ask you a question. All right. So who you got, LeBron or Kobe? I got LeBron. Okay. This is my question. (laughs) When Kobe scored 60, his last game, you remember what he said? When he got the mic, Uh -uh. he said, uh, you know, everything was great. Career was amazing. Championships, the winning, da-da-da-da. That was great. He said, but you know what I appreciated more? I appreciated the down years, going through all of whatever. He said, because we didn't run. We stayed here and we fought. What did you think about that? I'm that strong. You think that was a shot? At somebody? what you think?
0: Well, here's what I would say to that. Remember, Kobe was like, yo, trade me.
1: He was just talking though. That right, was just it, talk. It,
0: okay. If he, but he did.
1: That was just talk. That man wasn't <laughs> going nowhere. There was never no for sale sign in this career. That man wasn't going nowhere. We all know that. Now, I have
0: felt like for the longest, Isaiah Thomas is the best little player ever. The legend, legendary Isaiah Times with Detroit. Okay. Now, honestly, I think it's
1: Steph. What do you think about that? Y'all just going to not talk about AI at all? I, I Y'all going to do AI that? I got AI three. <laughs> I got Steph one,
0: Isaiah so Times two, Isaiah better than AI, AI all the time? Three. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because Isaiah won, well, again, it ain't only championships, but he built that team into two championships, and he was clearly the man on that team. And I think he... Obviously, I was, A.I. was a better score, but all around, passing, running yeah, I can Yeah, I can't thing, say that. Know. That
1: was in the 80s. That's when I was like yeah. eight or yeah. something. Not even that old five. Um, I might hear you. Um, so you got you had
0: A.I. as the best little guy.
1: I mean, when I think about little dudes, that's what I, I always, that's like the epitome for me. So what about Steph now? I don't he really counts stuff Little. He's 6'3", man. Six three, like 6'3", Like, what, what is Little?
0: 6'3 and under. That's what I count. <laughs> oh, my
1: God. That's what I count. All I right. mean, but
0: you're right, because with that criteria, you, Westbrook under the, would be considered Little, who I definitely don't think of as Little. No, now.
1: you're saying under the rim players. People that play I that guess, get, okay, under I had, the rim. I get, okay, I've never thought that? of
0: it that way, but I guess, yeah, that? I okay. guess I would put it that way.
1: Yeah, that's not a bad three. That's not a bad three right there. You were with him, and Clay and Draymond.
0: Did you ever, in your wildest dreams, think they could become what they have?
1: I knew, I knew Draymond was gonna be really good. Um, he was my rook, actually. You know, okay. usually when you're an older player, you probably seek out a rookie or two or whatever, and you kinda take them under your wing, yeah. whatever. And first, when he soon got there, I said, hey man, you was a maniac in college. Don't come in here and not be that. Don't come in here and think because you're young or you a rookie that you're not supposed to speak up if you see something wrong. Like I don't believe in that. Mm. I don't subscribe to that at all. You know what I mean? If you see something wrong, you see something that is necessary and can do good for the betterment of the group. Mm. Man, don't hold your tongue. And if you need some reinforcement, I'm right here. You know what I mean? I'm and he was like, okay. And yeah. for Steph and Clay, as soon as I saw them shooting in practice, I was kind of familiar with Clay, but not really. Yeah. And Steph had kept getting hurt. And I started seeing them shoot, and then Coach whispered, he said, it's the best shooting backcourt of all time. <laughs> and I was like this. I started thinking, I was like, because most backcourts, you had one really good, like yeah. really good, then you had like a Yeah, I was that's like, right. I was like, damn, coach, I think you're right. He was like, no, and they don't think. It's a fact. <laughs> you know how Coach Jackson <laughs> yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, I said, oh, okay. People ask, why
0: don't players like Steph around the league or respect him to the degree? First of all, do you think that's true? Same reason why people don't like Tim mm-hmm. Tebow? Because the religion or? or...
1: If, if, you, if you come off too pristine or, like I remember I asked somebody was mad at me. He's like, man, you always doing the right thing. <laughs> and you're mad with me about yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Or like people can get mad at somebody who possesses a lot of qualities that a lot of people admire. You know what I mean? And it's not my fault that they damn near want to put a halo around his head. Yeah, yeah. Nor is it his. I don't he's not doing it intentional. Yeah. He's not like, hold on, before I walk outside, let me place my Bible. In my pocket, like he ain't walking around with a crucifix, like letting everybody know what it is. Like that's just the yeah. type of dude he is. And if you around him, like I, I just I don't see people coming around me like, I don't, I don't mess with dude. Yeah,
0: yeah. Or
1: dude a fraud or phone. Like I've never heard that. And I'm sure he's had a number of people that have played with him since I've been there, or just even throughout his whole. I just I don't understand it. You know what I mean? Right. Like some people probably hated Tim Tebow for what? Yeah. For a reason. Yeah. He ain't do nothing to nobody.
0: Yeah. Yeah. What what do you think took Golden State to the next level? Because i as much as I think Mark did a great job, I do feel like Kerr coming in and yeah. kind of finding the perfect offensive system for them took them to the next level.
1: I think I think one, I think they already had a camaraderie amongst each other. Um and I think they, they had an accountability for each other. Like at that point, yeah. like they already coming in, like, it's no, when I get here, we get in shape. No, we already know what's up. We know what we doing. We know we, we know what they expect of each other. And if you're not coming in here holding up, holding up your end, mm-hmm. you, you know what it is. Yeah. And I'm not coming in to let anybody else down, yeah. you know what I mean? And then you add what Coach Kerr brought in the mix, um, that more of a movement or continuity based offense, um, it was perfect marriage.
0: Last thing I want to ask you, when you came into the league, you know it wasn't as three point centric as it is now. You still have some big guys playing in the post, yeah, versus now. Do you like the way the league is gone, um or do you think it it is not a good move for the way basketball is gone
1: um i don't I don't like the way the league is gone twofold I mean, I think we do too much of uh drafting unfinished products mm. um and then after you do that for nine, 10 years, you have a league full of it. I know it's a lot of people that think the talent level in the league is a bit down. Like a, a lot of people put place blame on AAU coaches or whatever the case may be. But if we're only sending kids to college for a year and we're drafting them knowing that they're not ready, you're going to have a bunch of teams eventually mm-hmm. with not ready guys. Or you just sending kids, all right, he's here for two years, then we're getting them on up out of here, yep. like is that the best thing for the game, is that the best thing for the player, you know what I mean? So that's the part that struggles and as far as um, the team moving or league moving in direction for having these three point shots, I mean if, you know, if it's the best percentage shot for that particular team, cool, but I don't think we should just be shooting them just because <laughs> the line is there. My
0: man, nah, it's been great brother, I appreciate, great, brother. I appreciate you, it. All right. Of course, we are here for another segment of Knockdown Jay. I missed you last week, man. I, that, that makes you feel good, Chris. Thank I did. You. Thank I you. enjoy especially the Up on you oh, in Knockdown Jay. Oh my Knocking god! Knocking down Jay, Jay
2: and your your foolish. Uh, I'm a Knockdown tapes. Jay like Robert Ori. Okay. We got to run that Ori debate at some point. Oh yeah. We, we can't. Will. Not today. Not today. We will. We will. We'll what you Ori. got for me today, Jason right.
0: McIntyre?
2: As uh, we got to start with your list, okay, of the best young players in the NBA. You got a problem with it? I do have some beef with it. I know when players come out here to L.A. and they put on a show in front of the Lakers or Clippers, you fall in love, right? You've fallen in love with Harden and the Rockets. They just crushed the Lakers. You fell in love with Joel Embiid and the Sixers. What's Listen, not to love? Joel Embiid cannot be ahead of Giannis as the best young player in the NBA. Now, let me. No, no, no what? I didn't even get to
0: my. I, I'm just saying, don't, don't give me the injury thing because I'm disregarding injuries because I can't predict who's getting hurt. And all that. Can, Can you predict all, if he's gonna play a back to back? Can you predict if he's gonna play a back to back? That's your argument, then. If the you, injuries. You, you can't. That's be your only argument. Player. That's all you got. You Give can't me some basketball Tuesday stuff. And then he, will play, he will play. He will play back to backs. Okay. Give when, me some when, basketball. When? That's the gist of your it's argument. No, no. He's not healthy. I, he's not. All right. I'm disregarding because we can't predict. Who knows?
2: I understand the talent. Can Joel Embiid get to the postseason? Before we declare him the best young player in the NBA, can he do that? Uh, We've seen Giannis in the postseason. Oh, he showed up. Wow, out. He, in
0: the Eastern Conference. They'll be in the postseason Giannis this year. Finished so in four months, I can say MB is the best young player? Permission is be be granted there.
2: in four months. Giannis was eighth in MVP voting last year okay. while Embiid was on the, uh, with the DL, yeah, he was yeah. on the there IR, you whatever you want to call it. I, okay. uh,
0: that's your argument. What, can, no what can't
2: Giannis do that Embiid can? Just tell me that.
0: Embiid is a thing. far better post player. Giannis is nice in the post. Embiid's mm. the best post. Oh, he's better in the post. Embiid. I like the YouTube commenters. Look, I love Giannis. I'm not like here to diss Giannis. You are No, no, Giannis. I love Giannis too. It's tough. I mean, you look at some of the 23 and under players. That's like their top five could probably compete with the, with the league's best top five in a game. But so I'm not dissing Giannis. But Embiid's a better post player, although they're both good. Very close. Better, uh, obviously, rebounder, but they're both good Not Better defender. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Stop yeah. it. Look, they're both, Giannis again, Giannis is right there defenders. with LeBron
2: in the chase down block category, okay? Okay,
0: that's one aspect, and that's not how you rate a defender. Giannis is going to be blocks. among the
2: league leaders in steals and blocks. He is a tremendous MB defensive player. Embiid
0: is a great defensive player, too. So even if you want to call that a wash, Giannis... I think Embiid is going to get better from the three. He's already. Yeah, he, that's the we'll one area I will see. Giannis is actually getting worse with his three point shooting. Now he's, you know, it's not a, a steep decline because he's never been good. But if you look at his percentages, his rookie year it was better. I know he didn't take a lot. Last year it was better. Yep. He's getting worse from the three point line. So I think it's close, but Embiid I would take over Giannis just because. I think he's got the better full package. And and here's the, one of the main things. Embiid I think is better easier to build around because he's more def- he has a more defined role. If I know Embiid is in, on the block and I just need to put shooters around him and a point guard who can run it's offense the
2: Same as Giannis.
0: Giannis does so many things. Giannis is like LeBron, he does everything. I think that's a little harder to build around. I think I like a guy his, the role that's is defined okay. a little more. I also think that that um, Embiid, I, I just like his nastiness. Not that Giannis doesn't have it, that, that, okay. but Embiid that. has
2: it in spades. He loves to run his mouth. But uh, Okay, I'll close on this. Did you see what Andre Drummond said regarding the back-to-back games about your boy Embiid? Yeah. He's like, stop talking smack if you're not going to play back-to-back games. That's part of the NBA. I would
0: say to Andre Drummond, who I like, Stop talking smack if you're going to keep getting abused oh, by him geez. in one-on-one matchups.
2: Listen, they're totally different players, okay? Andre Drummond can't step outside. He barely can shoot free throws until this year, okay? So uh, we'll give that one to me because Giannis is better than bean. <laughs> next question, Chris. All right, next up. Um, you are uh, friendly with Maverick Carter, uh, LeBron James, I believe, uh, that whole LeBron entourage. Will you ask you better them change this? change your
0: language before they get mad at you. Oh, I can't say, uh, posse, LeBron, <laughs> no, that, posse. that's really going to get them mad at business teams. Business that's team. probably what you should say. Um, <laughs> I will say this. Uh, what LeBron
2: has done this season has been just tremendous. And I was looking at the numbers, 28 points, 8 rebounds, 8 assists, career highs from the field, from three. He's shooting 41% from three. When you factor in his age, well, 32, what do you 30? mean what do you
0: factor in? So we're going to grade on a curve? Well, well, hold on. Because of his factor age. Factor in his age right now, 32. I mean, are, is and a half. that what we're doing? Are well, we grade? Are, you are don't you, even know the no. statement. What, what does that mean? When you factor in his age, that, that means grade him on a curve? When I fa- Let me finish the sentence. Is that what it means?
2: I'll, you'll know when I finish the <laughs> sentence. When you factor in his age, turning 33 later this month, and his teammates, no Isaiah Thomas, all that into account, I believe this is the best season LeBron James has had in his career in the NBA. I would disagree.
0: Obviously, LeBron has been tremendous, phenomenal. He's the first player ever to be the best in the world or the league in his 15th year. No question about I mean, most guys don't even play 15 years. Legends decline in their fifteenth. year. You look year, at 14. Magic, yeah, Bird. Mean, all, none I of mean, them played. Jordan already. played 15, but obviously he was 40 in his 15th year. So, no, what LeBron is doing is tremendous. I, though, wouldn't go as far to say it's his best season. Here's why. I would say his last two years in Cleveland on his first stop, 08 09 and 09 10, when he led them to 66 wins and 61 wins, I'd say those two seasons were better. He had Mo Williams, yeah. Delonte West, Bobby Sasha, <laughs> Sasha Vujic may have been gone, but right. Anderson Verge, he didn't, you, people disregard Kevin Love. Kevin Love's gonna be an All Star. Kevin Love's a perennial All Star. I mean, Love is better than anybody LeBron had on those teams. That's a fact. And so that and and here and then I would say his two middle years at least in Miami were tremendous seasons. In you know his second year in Miami and his third year in Miami, he was one of those years. Yeah, he was MVP several of those years I mentioned. Uh, Here's the big reason defensively. He was much better defensively back then in all four of those years than he is now. Those LeBron James-led teams were consistently in the top ten or mostly top five in the league defensively. Now the Cavs are 25th in the league defensively. Mm -hmm. LeBron James at his best – Defensively, there's no way any team he's on is 25th in the league defensively if he's at his best in that regard. He's so also having about the offense, best defense, defensive year defense. of his
2: career this year. I believe he's career high in blocks for LeBron this season. That means it's his best well, defensive well, year. I mean, that's I would say so. Yes. Oh stop. That's it. his most So that's in- how you
0: measure who's a, a I, great defensive player. No, I mean blocks? it's a body of
2: work, steals, uh switches, calling out. He's the captain of the defense out there. Their he's defense is horrible. It is. And he's their number one <laughs> shot blocker. What, well, Tristan Thompson, they got the only Kevin two Love, years, he don't play no defense. The
0: four years I mentioned, I agree he doesn't have good defenders around him. It's not, at, at it's not 30, his 33 years old. I don't want to hear about that the age. You don't want to no. hear
2: injuries or age. What's because we're here?
0: not grading on the curve. You that's said best curve. That's season reality. Ever. <laughs> you said best season ever. Yeah. So Total you mean if, if he did this at 26, it wouldn't be as impressive?
2: Well, Because he's, he's at, supposed to be in his at prime 26. at 26? His year at 26 was not the best year any players had in NBA history in twenty six. This isn't You either. just said you're saying this is the it, best
0: year any players had in
2: NBA history in their 15th year. You just said
0: 15th that. year. Yes, but I'm t- we're not judging on the curve. You said There's, this is his best curve. season yes. ever. Yes, I don't want to hear when you it's take this everything into year. account: stats, age, teammates. Oh, that matters. Me. That's no. That's not how you grade though. You great, you said best wow. season ever. Yes. And I'm saying he was a better defender when he was younger because he was more nice. athletic. He had more energy. He could go all out on more possessions than he can or does right now. And but LeBron James was in, he was in the top 10 two years in his career in terms of individual defense. It's not this year. Is he gonna be first team all it defense was, this it year? It was it was a la- No! I'm not gonna be close. He probably wow. won't even make. He definitely won't be first team all defense. Do you say definitely? Yes, I'm definitely. Can we, put that. Can we put a yeah, wager dinner, on this. We put a dinner
2: on you. Dinner, here it how is. How are you uh, telling LeBron me? LeBron
0: will be first
2: team all defense this season, health pending, obviously, unless he gets Because he's right blocking here. how many shots a game? Put your money where your how mouth. is. How many shots is. a game is he blocking? It, career high. I don't One have the numbers right something. in front of me. I mean, <laughs> I don't have the. You sorry, serious? I don't have. I don't have 15 pages of notes. Give like me somebody in here up here, up people. No, you're Two nothing, McIntyre. going for the sweep. All right, now we're, uh, this is a little off the hardcore NBA topic, but your guy, we like asking My questions guy. about Chris's people, um, LeVar Ball, in the news this week, pulled his son out of UCLA. I, I'm disgusted by this. Uh, you know, again, I've been okay on LeVar sometimes. I've gone. I know he has a large fan base online, but the way I'm viewing this, Chris, he's now pulled his high school son out of high school and a college freshman who had a full ride to UCLA, pulled him out of school, and he is now going to instruct them to go overseas and basically act as shoe salesmen. Shoe Sh- salesmen for the big that's ball of That's your brand. theory or that's uh, That's my theory. Uh, okay. He's pulling them out. So he's he, just according trying to sell to, shoes. According to a couple of reporters today, he's looking into China, but their league has started. China, of course, is a big He'll portal for He'll be popular speakers. over there. Of with, course.
0: Considering, considering that yeah, trying yeah. to steal something. And then
2: he's looking into Europe where he can prepare them for the NBA. Listen. We know LiAngelo will not sniff the NBA, okay? I believe you have a theory on him. I'll let you get to that later. Chris, I think this is abhorrent behavior, and I, I, I just feel like his kids need to start to push back against him and say, Dad, listen, I know you did a lot for Lonzo. You've you've been great to us, but it, it's time we need to stand on our own. Let me go to school. Let me carve my own path. I think LeVar crossed the line here.
0: Well, I can't defend what he's done recently. Um... T- pulling both your kids. I mean, LaMelo's not in high school. LeAngelo's not in at UCLA in college. And what I don't like about the LeAngelo situation is that he's blaming UCLA for punishing LeAngelo and not he's not putting any of the blame on LeAngelo. At least not publicly. I mean, maybe hopefully he's doing it privately. LeAngelo is first of all lucky he's not still in China. Secondly, he's lucky he didn't get expelled from UCLA. Thirdly, he's, he, he could've, they could have suspended him all season and it would have been appropriate. So I do agree that, you know, the way he's handled the Angelo situation, I, I, again, I can't defend that. Now, the problem, the, what's happening is he's talked so much. Yeah. And right now, his kids aren't living up to the talk. Leangelo is not an NBA player. And not going to be an NBA player. Lonzo, we'll see what he becomes. Okay, Lamelo, we'll have to wait and see. I don't <laughs> like that he's not playing. I talked to Lamelo after one of the Lakers games early in the season, and he was just saying he's playing pickup up, a, you know, at, at some gym at with a bunch of guys. That's going to be ready 20, for the NBA. Twenty-four hour fitness, whatever it is. <laughs> so he's got he's got to get him better competition. No structure And Lavar's whatsoever. done a good job of preparing them to be good at the levels they're at, but not for the, he's not gonna teach them as much as a, a great college coach or an NBA coach. Lonzo doesn't run the pick and roll very well. You know, Lonzo doesn't shoot very well. Lonzo's not f- strong enough, and, and people keep telling me about his endurance is a question. That's because he's being coached by LeVar instead of being coached by real professional coaches. There's a difference. And so I, I agree with you on that, Chris. I don't know about this having it. I don't think he's pimping his kids or anything like that. I wouldn't go that far. I would far, use another word. But, but I, I, I believe that, you know, he, he, the way he's handled this is not good. And what I think LeAngelo needs to do is go try to play football.
2: <laughs> it's not it bad. It sounds funny, but no, no, no. He's go a big
0: cap. Uh, he's 6'6, 240. You look at Tony Gonzalez, yeah. Jimmy Graham. Um, Antonio Gates. You know, these are guys, Julius Thomas, they went from basketball in college to playing tight end in the NFL. He's got the size. I don't know if he's got the toughness or not. I'm not trying to diss he hasn't been hit. But I think he's got a better chance of making the NFL than he does the NBA. You just
2: led me into something, and we can wrap on this. I wonder, Chris, how much is what's going on with his brothers, okay, pulled out of high school? middle brother, leaves UCLA after getting arrested in China. How much is impacting Lonzo Ball in the NBA? I mean, think about this normal, okay? I I got a little brother. You have, I assume, siblings. When they're going through some stuff, it's impacting you. And you toss in family stuff and and health, and his dad's name is in the news. At some point, this is a 20-year-old kid, Lonzo Ball. I think it has to be impacting him mentally, not to mention... Guys like Jamal Murray going at him on the court. Boy, Patrick everybody's Beverly, going court. everybody's going at him. I, I, the media crush. I just feel like this is a lot for Lonzo Ball that I, was unanticipated when you toss in the brothers.
0: Stuff. The one thing I would say, I mean, yeah, obviously the negative things that have happened with mainly Le'Angelo that could have an effect on him. But I think they're used to craziness. I think growing up with, their, with LeVar being the way he is, I think he's used to these types of distractions. People going at but him. But that was local, though. That was in Chino no, Hills. I, I hear. You. You well, know, maybe on the AAU yeah, circuit yeah. a little bit. and then this
2: college. A, listen, he dealt with not it. Not to be over. This is on a global scale right now. Okay, the China thing was big news. It was yeah. leading the Today Show and Good Morning. That's a big spotlight. Anywhere he goes on social media now, Lonzo's seeing his dad, his brothers. Yep. At some point, I mean, his dad's
0: on CNN. He's Those human. Interviews right, could he's be, human. He's got yep. to know. It's probably impacting him somewhat, no question. But what I'll say is I don't think that's why he's not playing as agree. well yeah. as everybody. Yeah. I, mean, I, think part. I think those things are basketball-related, his game. But, yeah, I'm sure this is impacting. What's your line, group. his
2: game is his game? I, li- I think you like that. You patented that.
0: Your game so is put your put that game. on a T-shirt, yeah, yeah. sell that. And your lack of game is your lack <laughs> of game. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I see Good job doing. today. I won two. two. Nothing. I think I won two. You won two. one. I don't think you won any. You tied uh, one. Uh, oh, my goodness. All right. Embiid, LeBron, great, but you got to get him, beat. You gotta get him beat you in the zone. Let me tell I, you something about lo- the zone. We would love to get in beat. We're going to try. You don't come into the zone, no grading on a curve. Oh we God. don't play that. Right? LeBron doesn't need you a don't curve. don't play that. That's like us playing one-on-one and me spotting you, you know, points. We I, don't do points. That, right? I don't need points. Well, I don't need points. I'll let you play with you twos, need and need I'll only shoot once. <laughs> okay. You would need points. Come at me, Believe bro. me, sir. All right, J-Mac, thanks a lot, man. It's always a pleasure having you my punching bag, my human punching bag, my speed bag. Look, if you enjoyed In The Zone this week, and boy, it was a great one. We had a top five that will spark debate. Uh, we had Jerry Jack with some great stories, uh, some really good insights from him, the NBA veteran. Uh, and of course, knockdown Jay with Jason. If you enjoyed it, subscribe to us on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud. Leave us a comment as well and five stars. And Jason gets mad that nobody writes anything good about him on the comments. So am I get it. I understand why, but do my man a favor. Help him sleep better at night and write something nice about J-Mac. We'll catch you guys next week on In The Zone.